Hey, welcome to Real Nerds, another fantastic Bradless edition of Real Nerds. <laughs> Spoiler alert, that raspberry was James. Oh, yeah, but I was talking about Brad not being here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Brad, pretty lame. you, Brad. Yeah, it is. It you is. know what? This is four in a row. You're blowing us off for some pussy. It's only four? Likes it. I think it is. Maybe it's five. I think it's five. Is it five? I think he has not been here for, uh, well, you you know, know, you season, might be right. a season. You might be right. Yeah. I what think when last he was here, it was like springtime. He's like the the vein that spirals up your cock, just throbbing dickhead. I don't know what that meant. That's horrible. That is absolutely horrible. Then now you know how I feel about it. I'm no. not happy. Wow. I don't even feel that strongly. I don't I don't I don't even know what that means. It just I it puts me in the red and you know Whoa. if Brad wants to be a real nerd, then he needs to start seeing some movies. Yeah. What? An asshole. Though you did say that he uh, he saw Planet of the A- Planet of the Rising Apes. Yep. Or whatever. And that he said it wasn't was too bad, so Yeah. Uh, way to make a believer out of Brad. I actually, I actually like that movie less now because of Brad. <laughs> awesome! Hey, welcome to the new episode of Real Nerds. We saw Attack the Block this week. We did. And before we get into our review, real news. Do I start this? You, you can start it. I. Uh, <laughs> I was looking. I really can't find anything again, that exciting this not week. Not much. Yeah, a lot of stuff that was like, you know, meh. And a lot of it has to do with, we can start off talking about uh, D23 was this week. It was. Uh, this is the first year that it s- sucked a whole lot of uh, life force out of Comic-Con. Which is kind of shocking. Um, I didn't know D23 was that big until really this year. I, I don't think it was that big until this year. Uh, certainly not with this like news kind of stuff. But the unfortunate thing is that unlike Comic-Con where... You actually get, like, releases and news, and you feel like, hey, this is cool. There's some stuff coming out of here. And you get footage, and the footage gets online, and there's Q&As where people are really talking about, like, their ideas behind stuff. D23 felt like a lot of, you know, people talking about, hey, they showed a clip from from the Muppets, and it was really fun. Yeah. You know, it, there wasn't a lot of actual news coming out of D23. It was mostly just clips. Yeah, the only thing I saw was pictures of, like, the Avengers together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there by the Avengers, I mean the actors portraying the Avengers, standing on stage and waving at people. Right, which you know wasn't much. The the biggest news thing actually came out of the um, the Pixar panels, which you know we know that the Monsters Inc. prequel comes out next year, and we know that Brave comes out next year. And I guess they showed a clip and and talked about that movie some, uh, and it sounds really good. The biggest like uh, announcement thing though was that they officially announced Dinosaur. Or mm-hmm. it's a Pixar movie about dinosaurs. I don't think I think dinosaur is a tentative title since there's already a Disney movie called Dinosaur. Yeah, um, that's, that's why I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's one of those things. It's been around. I don't remember what DVD it was, but there is a special feature video where in the background you see uh, mock-ups of a big, long neck brachiosaurus mm. type dinosaur with a little kid walking next to him and people oh. are always like well this is not a pixar movie what pixar movie is this and it's sort of been passing around and every now and then you'll see little things about it and then now in the last month or so it's been clear that that is going to be a movie released in 2013 i believe or 14 um you know as of next year and for the foreseeable future there will be two pixar movies every year That's which cool. is exciting yeah yeah. But it's the kind of news where it's like, yeah, okay. 
There's nothing yeah. to talk about there. It's yeah. just like my my big news is I found out that Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone are dating. Wait, really? Yeah. So I didn't know this. Connection on the Spider-Man set. I you know everybody talks about how good their chemistry was. Yeah. Peter and Gwen together again. Finally, that's kind of cool. It is cool. I mean, in the weirdest like celebrity paparazzo kind of yeah. way. And the only reason I actually I found out just before you came over today, I was goofing around on. Uh, movie phone and they said uh how he was beaming about how amazing she was in spider-man and <laughs> yeah she was yeah and that oh shit one of the reasons why is because they're dating now yeah so i thought it was kind of interesting but i what really why i looked at the article is because it said that he was afraid of the success that comes with spider-man yeah and i remember toby mcguire was afraid of the same thing because mm-hmm. you know now people look at Tobey Maguire and, hey, he was Spider-Man. Yeah. And so, yeah. So it's kind of interesting that both actors have the same feelings with the character. And I guess Andrew Garfield uh, is the biggest Spider-Man fan in the world. And, well, yeah, his, his speech at um, Comic-Con was pretty endearing. It was. And he's, he said he used to run around when he was two years old pretending to be Spider-Man. So it's kind yeah. of cool that. He, he said that Spider-Man saved his life. Which was yeah. pretty that's uh, bombastic at yeah. the very least. I would say I give him about six months before some creepy basement dweller kills Andrew Garfield in his sleep because they're in love <laughs> with Emma Stone. Yeah, um, maybe maybe a year, but but what a cute six couple! Months. What a cute couple! For now, until one of them's dead. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. I, I know. I didn't want to say it, <laughs> and you did. Yeah. Uh, well, let's uh, let's talk about something that you have absolutely no interest in. Cool. Uh, David Foster, who is a guy that I've never heard of and you've probably never heard of, and he's a producer. He makes some movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, want, actually, there's a lot of David Fosters. I honestly, and the article, the news articles no, never say like which David Foster it is. So I, I really have no idea which David Foster <laughs> it is. But it doesn't matter because none of them are really famous for anything. Yeah. I mean, they've they've all produced movies that you've seen, but sure. Anyway. He's come out this year, this this past week, and says that he really has uh, a good idea for a Star Trek show, and it seems like something that might actually happen. They might bring back Star Trek as a television show, syndicated is, again, or uh, like a weekly primetime show. Uh, oh, I'm not really sure. Um, probably as a weekly primetime show. Um, it'll be uh, not not like the new movie. It's gonna be. In the old universe, it'll be more like the uh, original. They keep he keeps saying the original Roddenberry vision, which means it'll be more politics and planet stuff than action fighty stuff. Which is good because the truth is that the most action like show Enterprise is also the one that killed the series. Hmm. So um, I think it's fantastic. I you know even if it's garbage, I I want there to be a Star Trek show sure. on TV. Seems like there should always be one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, ever since uh, Next Generation was so good, I just, I always want there to be one of those. Even e- even if it's only okay, you know? Yeah, it's all right. Even when I stopped watching Enterprise, I was I was glad that that show was on the air. Sure, I saw an episode of Deep Space Nine because The Rock was on it. <laughs> yeah. He was on, um, he was on Voyager, too. Maybe it was the Voyager one. Oh, Was okay. he like the bad alien on Voyager? Well, of course he was. Yeah. Was, was he... Uh, like fighting a guy in like a pit? Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay, that, that was on Voyager. Was Voyager. Yeah, it was not DS9. Um, not a bad episode. Mm-hmm. I, I get, you know, not the best. But. The Rock. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, uh, you, this is going to break your heart, because I know you cared a lot about this movie. It was on your slate of things you had to see. 
but Mick G's Ouija is dead. What? We're not going to get to see Ouija. Oh, man. At least not anytime soon. We're still going to see... Get a Well, I'm not going to see it, but Battleship is still going to see it. You're not going to go see Battleship with me? Well, if you want me to go, I'll go see it. Okay. I don't know that I want to go. But when it gets close, if it's as ridiculous as it looks, I might want to be there. Or buy a ticket to something else and sneak in. Or how about we do this? Um, I will see it as a matinee at the movie theater by my house. The first matinee on every day is like $5. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah, so you don't have to really waste a lot of money, and then we can make fun of it. Yeah. I always talk to Big Talk about uh, going and buying a ticket to Zombieland and then sneaking into 2012, but I never did it. (laughs) So if I said the same thing about Battleship, I probably wouldn't see that either. But it's got Rihanna in it. It I have to see her deadpan face. That and I'm I'm really hoping that all her ADR is auto tuned. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's my. I want to see her. I want to see her fire all the guns. That'd be sweet. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you care at all about Ghostbusters four? Three. Three. You're right. Ghostbusters uh, three. No, but Dan Aykroyd seems to care a lot about it. Yeah, it does. But I, I obviously don't care enough to know how many Ghostbuster movies there are. But still, you know what? The, the only thing that I that kind of irks me about the whole article is Bill Murray thinks he's too good to do Ghostbusters or something. And I'll tell you something, Bill Murray. It's weird. You're not that good. Yeah. Because you've made all these stupid movies since Lost in Translation, Sans, uh, Steve Zizou, which I actually liked. Yeah. But you're not that important. And you kind of come across as kind of a fucking asshole. Yeah. It is one of those things that people talk about a lot, that he is kind of a dick. Um, you know, I mean, it's one thing for... What else going to do? Another movie that grosses $500,000? Fuck him. It's it's one thing for... You know, a lot of big stars have big heads and, uh, and get stories about them being dicks that ne- aren't necessarily true, you know? Um, not everybody's going to like everybody. And yeah, no, it's unfortunately, fine. Unfortunately, the rotten stories come to the top. But... Uh, if if he were saying this because, like with um, with Indiana Jones, actually it's the exact opposite of Indiana Jones. <laughs> if he were the holdout because he thought that the script wasn't good enough, fine. But it seems like everybody else is on board, and exactly. he's just not. You know, he doesn't want to play doesn't the game. Do it because he's a butthead. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Actually, turned the tides for me with Bill Murray is I enjoyed Lost in Translation. Mm-hmm. I thought he was okay in it. At the Oscars when he lost, he did this like fake. Um, clap and rolled his eyes. Oh, like he deserved it more than I don't even know who won it. Oh, I think it was Denzel dick. Washington, actually. Oh well, he didn't deserve it because Training Day is a bullshit movie. But I, maybe it wasn't that one. <laughs> but anyways, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's oh. oh yeah, no, it's always shitty. Oh yeah, yeah. I should have won this because I was in a movie that was average. Yeah, and especially for you know. Winning is really not important. The fights happen when the nominations have when the nominations exactly. come out, and everybody's like, "How come this or that didn't get nominated?" So the fact that he was nominated, good enough. Exactly. Really, is. and he's not going to get nominated again no. because I can't see him in the foreseeable future being in a movie I want to see. Yeah, well, Zombieland. That was yeah, a great cameo. He, yeah, was, he's great in Zombieland. Yeah, when he apologizes for when he says that his one regret was Garfield, that that yeah, movie. it's funny. I saw Garfield in theaters. Did you know? That? No, I did not know. I that. did. I did. I did saw you see the Tale of Two Kitties in theater. I didn't. No, because no. I didn't see the Tale of Two Kitties because I saw Garfield in theaters. <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> but, you uh, know, it's really disappointing because you know in the eighties I did really like Bill Murray's characters. Uh, yeah, whether it was Stripes or Groundhog Day or Ghostbusters, but it's really. And it, you know sometimes he'll show he he shows up in things and I still like him but um, 
I don't know. The truth is, back when they were talking about a Ghostbusters 3 that was going to be mostly, like, Seth Rogen and those guys, I was like, fine, you know? Yeah. As long as you're not remaking Ghostbusters. Yeah. You know, you know, or if you're rebooting it or well, whatever, was, that's fine. Well, I was reading the just article with... Uh, make a good movie. Dan and don't Aykroyd. sit around just talking about bullshit all the time. And he said uh, that it's basically them passing the torch. Uh, yeah. uh, Dan Aykroyd's character is too fat to put on the, the backpack anymore, and Egon... I, you have to read the article, but it's basically the the it's grumpy old men with Ghostbusters, and they're passing it along. Yeah, so. well, Egon has been making shitty movies for the past fifteen years. He has. That's why he can't <laughs> fight ghosts any longer. Uh, but just before the podcast, we got to watch the Lock and Key t- trailer, and it was which, pretty amazing. Yeah, that's really it just. It doesn't make sense why they just because it's too good they're gonna decide yeah. not to make it. And on the way over here, I guess we haven't talked about this on the podcast before because you didn't even know that this thing existed. I guess, but they made this. They made the show like back in January or something, or they were talking about making it a year ago, um, and it was it should have started this fall, and then when they were finished with it, Fox didn't pick it up, even though they spent all this money on it and it looks beautiful, basically because they didn't think it could sustain an entire show because a fifth of of what will be the entire comic book series is the first pilot um now there's no reason to think that they couldn't i don't know start making things up after that point (laughs) you know they're not writers or anything um but fox basically canceled the show because it was too good uh, it was originally imagined as i think a movie and then a miniseries well yeah they could still do a miniseries couldn't they uh I wish, but at this point, because they've already, they'd have to do it very quickly to, in order to get those actors back. Because the casting is, is just wonderful, mm-hmm. um, and it looks, it looks, looks perfect. Cool. Ugh. Yeah. And I, the one thing that I wanted so bad, and this is spoilers for the comic, I wanted to see. It looks like they cast a girl as Dodge. I wanted to see that girl play boy version of Dodge. Yeah. I went, or, or just I wanted to see how they were gonna, you know, solve that problem in in a real exactly. TV show. Um, I don't know. It's heartbreaking. It I want that show. At, at this point, all I want is for them to release it some way. Even if I, even if it gets leaked on the internet and I have to steal it, I, I <laughs> need to see this thing. You hear that, Fox? Put it out, and James will buy it. Or, I will. I will pay you at least ten dollars. Or you can have him steal it. Your choice, yeah. Fox. Oh yeah. No. We just if it gets it out there, there's it, there will be no hesitation. If it <laughs> leaks out there, I'm I'm stealing it. I'm not going to bed until it's downloaded. Uh, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Even though, uh, from the sounds of it, it's just like the book, and I, so I already know the story. But still, it's kind of um, cool to see it come to life. Oh like, yeah, just like The Walking Dead. Even though the first episode of The Walking Dead pretty much was the first three or four episodes of. Not, I mean, no, the it's comics. the first couple pages of. Yeah, the comic. exactly. It's still fun to watch. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, and then the the last thing is that the room is playing in Denver in a couple of weeks. Which do you know anything about this movie? No. It's uh it's a little independent movie made by a guy named uh, uh, Tommy Wiseau, who's uh, fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Really, just insane. The guy is crazy uh, to the point where people, some people, think that he is actually like a character. That, really? that you know, like Tim uh, Burton. <laughs> <laughs> Worse. Wow. Um, I just and he love made movie magic. <laughs> he 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 wrote and directed this movie that is just. It just looks like the worst. I should I should have showed you the trailer because it's it's amazing and it's actually it's formed a sort of cult 
following the way that uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show has, mm. where there are things like people will bring spoons to the movie and throw spoons at the screen because if there's a scene where somebody asks for a spoon or something. Weird things where the continuity wow. doesn't make sense, the writing doesn't make sense, and it's supposed to be a drama, as far as I know. Um, and his sequel, uh, Tommy Wiseau is making another movie soon, which will be titled The House That Drips Blood on Alex. I believe that's the, that's the full title. The House That Drips <laughs> Blood on Alex. Uh, the trailer for which is Tommy Wiseau getting blood dripped on him while he screams. Cool. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, I, I need to see it when it comes to town. or it'll, it'll be at the Esquire. I think they show it a couple times a year now. Huh. I have to see this. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. And I'm saying this especially since Brad's not here because Brad will probably want to go with me. You probably would. But yeah. we don't know because Brad's a douchebag. <laughs> uh, anyway, Anyways, that's news. Yeah. Unless you got anything else. No, I have absolutely nothing this week. All right. Cool. Hey, uh, I watched two things this week. Cool. I watched Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh! Which is pretty fun. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's literally a hobo who walks around and shoots people with a shotgun. And the name of the town is Fucktown, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> do, you, yeah. do you know the story behind how that movie got made? Yeah. Oh, okay, Yeah, cool. so it's kind of cool how it was made, and Rutger Howard's really good in it, and he yeah. literally just, he gets fed up with, basically there's a crime lord in town, he has two punk kids, and they just terrorize people. And one day, he's uh, he wants to buy a lawnmower to open up a lawnmower company to mow lawns yeah so he's peddling money to get this and how he gets the money to get it's 50 dollars is this dude basically films hobo fights and he gives him 10 dollars <laughs> to do stuff so wrecker howard humiliates himself to get and by the way his name in it is hobo he doesn't have a name in the movie <laughs> uh, that's why i keep on saying wrecker howard and yeah. uh so he does that and on his when he goes to the pawn shop it gets robbed and he gets so fed up with these guys treating people badly he starts killing them and he, and he does he buy a shotgun instead of a lawnmower he does actually oh. he uses the shotgun and then the shotgun's fifty dollars too and he puts it on there <laughs> on the counter says i'll take this and he he leaves and he just starts killing all these people that um the guy who humiliated him and then the you know the big crime lord finds out and he gets all mad and it's like yeah. revenge tell and he falls in love with the hooker that's cool or not i guess a, more of a fatherly to the hooker so yeah. yeah 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 i guess love's not the right maybe way. like I, maybe like leon falls in sure yeah. so it's uh Which it's just totally over the top cool and it's the whole movie shot like grindhouse style obviously right. and yeah so it's fun it's streaming right now on netflix so i if uh, you have, have netflix you should watch it because yeah. it's really violent and this, the story for those who don't know is that when grindhouse came out there they had a competition for like fans to just make their own grindhouse trailers uh, in the spirit of the ones that are in the middle of Grindhouse, uh, and the one that won was Hobo with a Shotgun, which is, it was a great trailer. It really was. It was. Um, and he branched out to a whole movie. Yeah. And, and I think they signed up Rucker Howard without a script or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like they just, they called him up and were like, hey, look, we got this awesome thing. And he was like, cool. Yeah. And uh, my favorite uh, person that he kills in that is a dude who dresses up like Santa Claus and molests little kids. And he just walks up and shoots his face off. So it's, you know, cool. Cool and yeah, so I I say watch it. It's one. It's a movie I had fun watching, and I also saw Cedar Rapids with Ed Helms. Oh yeah, where he's an insurance agent, and they go to Cedar Rapids because he wants to win the two diamond award, and it's just zany. That was big coming out of K 
Can or Sundances yeah, or Sun- Sundance. one of them. And it was pretty funny. I mean, there's some parts in it that, whatever. John C. Riley's really good in it because cool. he's like the skis ball um, insurance agent guy. And then, so, and Anne Hayes is in it. She's pretty funny. Yeah. And, you know, if you're bored one day and you want to watch kind of a funny movie. Is it on streaming or did you just rent it? I, I went to Redbox and got it. Oh, cool. Because um, I actually wanted to see it for a long time, but I didn't know if it was any good because it's also one of those independent comedies where they can yeah. go either way. And if the actors who weren't in it weren't in it, I don't think it'd be as good. Right. So, yeah, check it out. I, I really can't describe jokes in it. or Basically, he just goes to this convention and what happens, this zany convention thing. Cool. That's about it. So, yeah, that's what I saw this week. Uh, well, last Saturday I saw Conan. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which am I missing out? Uh, um, <laughs> yes, I yeah. will say yes. It's it's really fun, and if your expectation is to see a Conan movie, then that's pretty much what you get. Uh, when he's kicking ass, that movie is pretty great. Mm. Uh, it also has the most boobs per minute in any movie I've ever seen. Yeah, just constant. There is literally a scene where he attacks some slavers and releases like topless slaves from slave cages. That's just hordes amazing. of well, not hordes. It's like twelve, but still. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, it was it was pretty ridiculous. Um, you know, there the the story has. Uh, Rachel Nichols is in the movie playing the worst MacGuffin I have seen in a movie for a long time. Really? Uh, Rose McGowan is not that good. She's over the top and just and she's never been good. Yeah, you know, actually, I was think every review I've read of that is the action's really cool, but then when they stop and act, it's yes. terrible. Yeah, and it's it's um, some of that has to do with uh, the budgeting, like it's not um, big budgeted. I don't no, know. well, it's a rated R action film, which while you think like well it's conan but because it's rated r it means it already it automatically has a pretty low budget mm-hmm. uh because it, it can't make its money back that as easily um so, and it you you see it in certain places like when they go the uh, a friend of mine pointed this out to me the movie is constantly going to another place like you're you're here they fight and then they're like we need to go to this other place and then they you know there's a a wide shot of that place and a title that says, hey, this is the name of that place. And then you go in. And it's because the books set up this vast world with all mm-hmm. these different races, and, or not races, but uh, ethnicity, ethnicities and such. Um, and they're trying to have that same s- sense. Mm-hmm. But because they're doing that, what ha- what ends up happening is like you go to the evil city, and when you get to the evil city, you're like, "Wow, look at look at how cool the wide shot of this evil city is!" And then basically, you're in a room in a temple where there's two guys there, and it never feels like it's it's actually a thing that people complain about with Thor, where it never feels like a populated place. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, it's more like, "Well, we got these little scenes," and it's because of the budget of the movie, mm. uh, and it, it so it suffers there. Um, it's a movie where I didn't know it, but I really wanted a cave shaped like a skull, and it delivers. <laughs> you know, that's the kind of movie that Conan is. Nice. Also has one of the best ends to a romance ever. Uh, and I... <laughs> do you want me to spoil it? I kind of want to spoil it. I, I, you know what? You can spoil it. Okay, Jess. good. So, you know, Rachel Nichols, you know, at some point, this is Conan, he's going to bang her. Mm. So he does. Right, and then they leave, and they go and they save the world. Spoilers. That's a real spoiler. <laughs> right, they win in the end because wow. you know they got to make sequels. Which I should say, the best thing I can say is I would totally see a sequel to this movie. <laughs> so uh, at, after that, he they get on their horse and they ride, and he takes her to the place where she was born, and we get a wide shot of the city where she's born, 
and we're like you know down away from it it's in the background there's like a river and a cliff and the city's over there and she gets off the horse and she's like well i know you gotta leave and he's like yeah i do sorry baby and he takes off and i'm going (laughs) are there stairs is there a way for her to get over there to where the city is he didn't even leave her at the front door or the back door he didn't leave her in the city at all peace yeah it was like well yeah that was fun i'll see you later maybe probably not though uh so that was it was it was fun i would say definitely rent it okay um because it's worth it uh and then i saw two other things i saw regarding henry yeah. Which is a Harrison Ford movie. Have yeah. you seen it? Yeah. It's the first... Yes. It's the first real J.J. Abrams script. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. And he's actually in the movie. He's, is he really? Yeah, he plays the pizza boy. Oh, um, he does. Yeah, when yeah. when Henry escapes from the house, that's that's J.J. Yeah. Abrams, which was so cool. I was so excited. I'd never seen the movie, um, and I had no idea. I, I didn't even know a trailer or anything. I had no idea what the plot of the movie was. It's a great movie. It, it is. It really is. Um not, I haven't seen it in years, but I remember liking it. Yeah. Uh, not a particularly well-shot movie, which is weird because it's... Mike Nichols is a is a big-name director who... I mean, he made The Graduate, mm-hmm. but regarding Henry feels like he hasn't learned anything since he made The Graduate. <laughs> it's a lot of zoom shots and just weird... I don't know. It feels old. Um, and then the last thing... Uh, uh, um, I may not be invited back to the podcast on this Oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. I've talked about watching Twilight, but this afternoon, and, you know, I'm not making excuses, but uh, my mom was like, hey, I want you to sit down, we're going to watch this movie together, and I watched Steel Magnolias, which I have never seen before. Uh, And what did you think? uh, I may have to swear a lot in this trailer, just so that my balls don't fall off. It's the pimp shit. (laughs) That movie is good. I heard it's really, It's really good. And Sally Fields is dope. Yeah. Oh, Really. Just great. She's great. Don't look at me like that, judging. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's fantastic. It really is. Um, totally ladies' movie, but that's okay. It's okay that's every okay. once in a while. Yeah. I'm not, no, no. It, there should be more of them. Mm-hmm. just doesn't have to be my cup of tea. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a movie that passes. I don't remember what the name of it is, but uh, there's this test about... Uh, how many movies there are that have a scene in which two women talk about something that isn't a man, mm-hmm. uh, and most movies fail it. You know, the, yeah. the list of movies that pass that test are very, very short, unfortunately. Um, and this movie is—that's uh, what this movie is. You know, like mm-hmm. there are men, but they're in the background shooting at birds and shit. Nice. Like, yeah, uh, it's pretty great. Cool. Yeah. That's everything you I saw. Maybe I'll, if my mom wants to watch it, I'll watch it. Yes, if yeah. your mom wants to watch or your wife, sit down and yeah, watch it. I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, well, then don't, yeah, don't want to. She'll hit you a couple times. She'll, She'll be like, me off. Ah, men. Laura, this is my show. You do not flip me off on my show. <laughs> uh, what was that voice I just gave myself? I don't know. That was something, that was something horrible. It was. Yeah. Now you know how serious I am about this. Yeah, about how much you hate your wife. I love my wife. She's awesome. Have you seen the decoration that's she's not, making for my... That's not what the voice said. <laughs> Spider-Man party she's throwing for me? It is pretty crazy. Yeah. It is. I guess she loves me. Whatever. Though it bothers me... Well, that's, this is an entirely visual thing that podcasters won't understand. But it bothers me that the one Spider-Man isn't in the middle of the banner because happy birthday aren't... The happy and birthday are not the same length words. Yeah. You know, the so one thing I always weird. bothered me about this, not... The, I mean, there's nothing she can do about it, but why do they... Has Spider-Man merchandise? Why is he a CGI Spider-Man? Is he? You know what I mean? It's like he's computer. I wear glasses, so I can't see that. that 
far. Generated. It's like someone drew oh, it and yeah, they it's... colored it in with computer stuff. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. They do that on all the stuff like this lately. Hmm. And that's why when I was at the it's Disney store, uh, as my guess, I was at the Disney store and they, I wanted an aluminum water bottle for work instead of, because I'd always throw out cups when I'm at work. And, uh, you know, so I was debating between a Mickey one and a the Spider-Man one. The Spider-Man one it wasn't like a comic book Spider-Man. It was that CG Spider-Man. So I didn't get the Spider-Man one. Speaking of fu- Sally, or speaking of Spider-Man, uh, I'm excited for Sally Fields now. Yes, I wasn't before because I was just like, yeah, she was in Smokey and the Bandit and <laughs> and Forrest Gump and the Flying, both Lunch. of which I adore. But uh, yeah, I hope she kills. But now it. you can. Yeah. She's so amazing. you know what we did tonight, James? What did we do? We saw Attack of the Block. Did we? We did. Oh. And what did you think of Attack of the Block? Uh, attack the oh, block. As I'm our, sorry. As our attack the block. As part of our new format, yes. of we're gonna quick review trailer, then we'll then we'll gush or hate. Um, attack the block was really good. Really a fun movie. You have to go in knowing that it's that it's an indie action film because you know there are some caveats, but still, really a great movie. If it's in your town, you need to go see it. I agree. I think it was lots of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And it had the pace of. Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz I really yeah. liked. Obviously not as much money as those two movies, but no. um, still fun. Yeah. And I, you definitely should see it if it's in your city, which is a real bummer is they really didn't do a wide release of this because it's only in Denver, I think, uh, until Saturday or, really? or Sunday. Yeah, it's only here for one week. Well, so. maybe and it may go wider than that because it's still in its early stages of, of being an indie release. Yeah, so hopefully, uh, and I and hope it's it got, finds an audience. It's got really good word of mouth, so I, I would hope that in New York and L.A. it's doing really well. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised at how empty our theater was, but uh, still, yeah, it was really good. It was fun. So roll the trailer, Brad, who's not fucking here. Believe it, and I landed in the wrong place, though. You get me the wrong place. <laughs> well done, lads. He discovered a species hitherto unknown to science. Believe. Maybe there was a party at the zoo, and a monkey shagged the fish. Yo, check it. More. More what? Them things. Ah, oh, lovely fireworks. Mommy, it's an invasion. Of course it is. I'm killing them. I'm killing them in the street. Let's get tooled up, blood. Quite sweet, really, aren't they? No, that's different. They ain't even the same thing. That looks triple the size blood. <gasps> Everyone run! We need to get off the streets. Back in a block. What kind of alien would invade some council estate in South London? One that's looking for a fight. <laughs> Myself in it, but at the same time, this is sick. I've got one text left. This is too much madness to explain in one text. We'd have to call the police. You'd be better off calling the Ghostbusters, love. Gavin! My name ain't Gavin, it's Mayhem, and he's frogs. <laughs> Off it kills us. No one is gonna ever call you mate. You keep on acting like such a wussy. 
We're going to Ron's weed room. That's the safest place in the block. What's Ron's weed room? It's a big room full of weed, and it's Ron's. Yeah, cool. I've never seen the trailer for this movie. Really? Yeah. Um, I think I have, but the truth is that the the word of mouth was so good from so early on that I I've avoided most of the news on yeah, this movie. Yeah, I. Me so too. Going in, I I knew very little about. You know, it. I did the same thing. I I knew of the movie. Not I know that, that it was hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I knew that it was a story about a Aliens. gang of kids that were aliens came to earth and they right. fought them i did not know and when you say gang like i didn't even know that they were tough rough and tumble kids yeah you know that they were like a gang of kids and the block refers to this block that they live on which is a tower in the middle and they're all yeah. kind of low income yeah it's like of, the project sort of exactly um, but there's different levels you know the the some of the apartments are nicer yeah depending on how high you go up yeah, it seems like it. Um, and I think... I uh, My assumption from after the movie is that block is also used as a term for, like, apartment building. Yeah. You know, that it... Because when they even say that, they're not even necessarily talking about the real whole block. They are... It seems like they're talking about that building itself. But anyway, that's, I mean, minutiae. Yeah, so the, the movie kind of gets going right away, though, because yeah. it starts with this woman just on her phone, and she gets robbed by these kids. And the alien crashes in and yeah. attacks, and they kill the alien. Which is basically the whole movie. All the characters in that scene are our characters, and there's an alien. Exactly. And they <laughs> kill this alien, but by killing this alien, more aliens come. This is true. And I actually thought the creature designs were pretty cool. Yeah. Especially the first one. The fact that they went with a practical design. Exactly. Um, and practical effects there was really cool. And even the gorilla aliens as they called them so many times the males the males in the movie yeah uh, which is not even spoilers because they uh we're already in the spoiler section laura don't look at me like that uh the uh, it's not even really a spoiler because pretty early on in the movie they give you a little piece of exposition that tells yeah. you exactly what's going on um even though the characters don't know it like we know oh well the only reason you told us that is because that's what's happening um Exactly. But yeah, even the even the gorillas look really cool. The it idea, did, it, the idea, because you don't see that. I've never seen an alien like that. No, an alien that does not reflect anything in the visual spectrum. Cool. Yeah, and it just has glowing teeth. Just has glowing. And teeth. that's a great reveal too, and because it, they say, "Oh, it's its eyes. It's not its eyes, and its jaws oh, chomping." Yeah, it is. Uh, and I think, from what I've heard, and, and especially looking at the way that the uh, not animation, but the way that the the gorillas or the males moved, I think that it was still a combination of a practical effect with CG on top of I it. I think so, too. I think that they had a real thing there, and then that they were CGing, basically CGing in the black and the teeth. It did seem like it, maybe it was an actor who was running on his hands and legs. Right. And well, yeah, basically a guy in a gorilla suit that, that yeah. they then CG'd out. Because uh, I never felt to me like an entirely CG creature, like something yeah, wasn't exactly. there at all. Uh, which is either a compliment to the C guys who did the CG animation or uh, an actual observation of how they were doing it. Absolutely. You know, what's cool about this movie, too, is you start off, the kids are bad. Yeah. And they're really bad. But throughout the movie, they start slowly redeeming themselves. Right. And you find out maybe it's not the kids, it's the environment they live in. And, yeah. And, you know, there's... And, and plus, you're sort of on their side 
at a certain point, like you, they are our protagonists, so you want them to survive there, and it it just very slowly chips away at at, at their exterior. So that while you still don't condone what they were doing before, you feel like okay, but I I like you enough that I'm I start to be I'm I'm able to forgive exactly you know, what you were doing, even if it's not I'm making excuses for it. It's uh, which is a cool. It's a really neat dynamic. Very rarely do you get a. Uh, a movie like that where it's solely focused on bad characters you know yeah you really don't and the the characters were actually i thought pretty funny and the lead kid moses he was really good in the movie he was though I'm, i have to admit that i there's a weird thing where i have a hard time ever knowing when british actors with british accents are not good actors there's something about the <laughs> accent that just british. covers everything up i'm like it sounds cool i i uh, i think you're being you know honest. stream some of the british horror movies on netflix the zombies and yeah you'll and i'll learn okay. you'll learn okay then i guess i've just seen good british movies you have that's probably all it is but yeah because they're all great the kid who plays pest was my yeah. favorite oh so Actually, my, my favorite were uh, Probs and Mayhem. Yes. These these two, whether nine-year-old kids. Who Something wanna, like that. Who yeah. want to be part of the gang so bad that they follow them around. And and they have one of the best plans to get rid of one of them. Yep. That was great. It yeah. was. Everything in the, the... It's a really tight script. It's, uh, it's, it's a great movie. I had lots of fun with it. You know, lately, the movies I've seen, I've been having more fun at the th- movies than I've had in a long time. Yeah. Because I actually think the summer has been really strong. Because even a movie that I wasn't sure about last week, Fright Night, turned out really good. Yeah. And this movie I knew was pretty good because I read the AV Club, which is in The Onion. I obviously read follow it online. And it's getting really good reviews. Yeah. So you know that it's not just, you know, hype. And we haven't mentioned, you you sort of hinted for a second, we haven't mentioned that it's uh, produced by Edgar Wright. And Nick Frost is in it, but I don't, and I think he maybe helps with it. He's not actually a, an executive producer, um, so it is. It's a long. It's from the people who made and uh, uh, Joe Cornish, who directed, wrote and directed it, is now uh, Edgar Wright's writing partner on on Ant Man. I think they've been friends for a while. Yeah. So it's coming out of that camp. Yeah. So and you can tell. There, yeah. You know, one of the things. It's not. It's not. Uh, not camp, but it's not tongue in cheek the way that those movies yeah. are. But it's um, one of the things with Edgar Wright movies almost all of them i'd say maybe except for scott pilgrim especially hot fuzz and Shaun of the dead he always does these reveals where and this one he says i can make that jump in yeah. uh Shaun of the dead sean gets kicked by a soccer ball he says hey man leave me alone you're dead and yeah. he, they always have those kind of little foreshadowing in his movies and uh, that's how i can tell it's a edgar wright movie and it's also it's got the kineticism that his movies have where yeah. they um I think are kinetic. Yeah, I mean, Good I thought James. the movie was uh, fun, but you know, Edgar Wright's more a visual director and yeah. a little more yeah, yeah, yeah. hyper. Uh, which, yeah, I don't know. It was great. Yeah, it's fun. It's 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 really short too. Yeah, it seems. But like, it was like, like I said, it's a concise movie. It yeah, does, it's not know, like it. Um, it, it doesn't waste any time as well. No, it's because because basically you follow these, these this little group of characters and you you really only have a story arc or a, a character arc for like two of them, um, so it's there's they don't have to do a lot, you know. Yeah, no, I I agree. And sometimes movies can be overly long. Yeah. Nowadays, but yeah, that movie was cool and um, and funny. It was really funny. Yeah. 
Well, there you go. Yeah, this is not a very exciting <laughs> review it's, of this movie. Not. Well, and part of it is I don't want to talk about too much of it because you know, uh, it's I most people are not going to have seen this movie or get to probably until DVD. So yeah, but they um, should see it. You know, it was really sad when I was reading the box office returns for Fright Night. It didn't do well, and the reviews have not been as good as ours were. Yeah, and it's it's. It's really disheartening because, you know, movies that I really enjoy, I always like to see how they perform because I want to see those style movies again. Right. And then seeing a movie like Fright Night or Attack the Block where they won't do as well, it always makes me nervous because I say, oh, am I going to see another British funny horror comedy movie? Yeah. Which I'm sure I will. But, you know, that I always have that fear. Yeah. Um, I even have fears of movies that do really well that I really enjoy. Like uh, the remake of the Friday the 13th had the highest grossing opening weekend of any horror movie. <sighs> and, you know, they don't make another sequel. So I always I always have that nervousness that I'm not going to see another movie like I enjoy. Yeah. Well, and I, I understand where you're coming from there. But uh, the, the unfortunate truth is that Fright Night, for example, say Fright Night does well. Well, they're not going to make – they don't understand the, the – at least this is how it reads to me, having watched movies my entire life. I don't think that Hollywood understands what pieces actually make that movie good. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so if Fright Night does well, well, then next year they're going to make another remake of an 80s horror film. Yeah, But it's not going to have all of the brilliant I little agree. choices that made Fright Night good. Um, you know, Conan is another example of like, well, it's a remake and it's not that good. But if they if that movie did well, which it didn't really do that well, in fact it didn't do well at all, um, they're not necessarily going to make the next movie better. Uh, and Attack the Block, part of why Attack the Block is good is because it comes out of yeah, not I, having a lot of money. I, and I guess maybe that's what helps that movie too. It doesn't have the pressure yeah. to make the money yeah. because it, it, I'm sure it was a couple million to make. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't that expensive, but right. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that to tell you you're wrong. I'm saying that to uh, make you feel better about, like, well, if the movie doesn't do well, it doesn't actually necessarily mean that you won't see another good movie. Unfortunately, good movies tend to come out of the places you don't expect them. But you know what's good about it is I can get it on Blu-ray and I'll have it forever. This is true. Until I die. Yeah. Uh, And uh, a movie like Attack the Block is a place where it can't, like I said with uh, Scott Pilgrim, it can't do anything but help everyone in this movie. Yeah, I because agree. Everyone in this movie, when they say, oh, I was in Attack the Block, even if the movie doesn't do well, because of the word of mouth on this movie, everybody knows, oh man, that was, you did something good there. It may have not may not have made enough money because it didn't have enough money behind it in the first place, mm. but you did something good and you know we'll see you again. Especially all of these actors who, who did such a good job. I agree. and I mean, every actor in that movie was really good. Yeah. There's not a weak member in it and... No, man, that ba- the wow, what was his name? Hi hats. Oh man, that elevator scene. Yeah, that was so cool. It was. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. I no, expected I was it like, they are dead, and everybody be dead. Yeah, and it had the nice reveal of, I guess, the villain of the movie. Yeah, to some degree. I mean, obviously, aliens are the villain of the movie, but uh, as far as people, the yeah. human element of the villain. In the yeah, movie. Hey, he was a yeah a cool aspect. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, and the scene in the hallway with the fireworks. Yeah, great. Just that was great. What a cool suspense. Yeah, and a, and a smart way of of uh, 
building a scene that was very different from everything else in the movie. And when that one character died, I actually felt sad because I kind of yeah. liked that character. Yeah, because he was fat. And he had glasses, so you kind of sympathized with right, him. Right, because I was like, he is the nerd. And you know what? They always get it. They always they, they do. They I do. guess that's plays it's on our heartstrings. Fat kids can't run. They cannot. And they trip and they drop their knives across the hall. And they run into walls. Yep, I would um, fasten the knife on an end of a broom and it'd be like a bayonet and I'd just charge. I So when, when they told her to run back in and get a weapon, I wanted her to come back out with a guitar. <laughs> that yeah, obviously, me too, I thought she was going to do that. The knife that she had obviously had a, had a purpose later on, but uh, uh, the guitar would have been you. Or both. She should have had the guitar and the knife. Yes. And then broken the guitar over one and then fastened the knife to the... To the neck of the guitar and had a long spear like awesome. guitar knife. Hey, maybe attack the block too. Yes, <laughs> that would be good. It would be good. Yeah, and this movie felt very uh, uh, reminiscent. You know, and another in a not the first time for this year. Very reminiscent of eighties. Uh, yeah, sort of sci-fi movies, it did. especially that opening scene of like. There's shit coming out of the stars, and then the title comes up, and it's like the cheapest looking title screen yeah. you've ever seen. You know, I agree. Uh, yeah. And it had the kind of this, even though it had that it moved slow fast, start. Yeah. but it was a slow start. You yeah, know, it was the first a build up for ten it. minutes or so. Is like, here's some kids riding on bicycles. <laughs> yeah, this is not ET. <laughs> oh shit! I did that was on purpose. Anyway, uh, it was really good. Yeah. So go see Attack the Block mm-hmm. when it comes to your city. Yeah. Support cool independent movies. I guess that's it. That's it. Uh, hey, kind of a short episode of Real Nerds, but you know what? When we come back, maybe we'll have a super long version. You never know. Because we got to talk to Brad about all of the things that have been happening. Yeah, because Brad's a dickhead and he hasn't never been even, here. That's the thing. He hasn't been here since uh, the 48-hour movie, which I wanted to talk to him about. Oh, yeah. Did you watch it? I did. What would you think? It was pretty good. I think that the idea... I, I have a feeling that I know what the idea that they were given was, and I think it's a shitty idea. Yeah. Uh, and I think that the title is bad. Yep. I don't want to say too much because all my friends listen to this. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> well, I don't I, know you, so please. Right, yeah, no. I mean, I can I can go further, uh, but it was fun. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Maybe next year, Brad. Yeah. Well, he was late, wasn't he? He was, so it didn't even qualify. But yeah, um, I really wanted to do it this year, but of course I have the worst fucking employees in the world, and so I had to work. Yeah, and your boss is shitty. Yeah, he's Iranian, so fuck him. Oh, no, I was making a joke about you oh, being your own oh, boss. Oh, about me being my own yeah, boss. Yeah, I, I didn't actually want you to start getting racist. Fuck. No, I, I wasn't being racist, I was saying he's Iranian. Oh, oh, I guess I, so. was, I, guess I was being racist. <laughs> You went so right you said there. he was Iranian. I you went right there. That was Instead an insult. of him, um, you, you're probably saying next. Next is going to show up into your Qdoba with a bomb strapped to him. Ah, yeah, go there. Oh my god! Or that I've never seen his wife. You wanted to go there. Well, thanks for listening to the very last episode of the. <laughs> no, they don't know who I work for. This is true. Well, they hey. know you work for Iran. Yeah. Uh, hey, thanks for listening to Real Nerds. You can find us at on Facebook. I guess it'd be on Facebook. Yeah. Like our page. You know, this week we kind of. Skipped over what people wanted us to see because Attack the Block came. So Yeah, yeah, that was a special. So, so it's a special. But Also, I, were, I didn't really care about anything that came out this week. Exactly, so I'm glad yeah. that. I'm glad it, and you mentioned it in last week's episode, so I'm glad that it actually came. Right. Maybe you mentioning it, someone at 
Studio Canal said, hey, some dude in Colorado wants to see that movie. It's going there. I did actually vote for it. There was a thing where you could like vote to have the movie come. Oh, to yeah, town they did that for uh, Paranormal Activity. Yeah, we don't talk about that. They did that for Mystery Team, and it didn't come to Denver. Yeah, so, so it's good that this one came. Or did, and I was not in Denver. That was that's uh, also a possibility. So yeah, like um, us on Facebook. Yeah, like us on Facebook. Real Nerds Podcast. I don't think we actually do anything with that. We should do something with the Facebook page. Uh, uh, I try to post. Does, every does the Tumblr stuff get posted there? Uh, posts on my page. It posts on your page, which yeah. is unfortunate because it doesn't format things properly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then when I write things, I'm like, oh, that's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, wow, Ryan, you've. You have a really different taste in movies than what I was used to. Yeah. Well, that's why I started putting my name at the top of articles. Yeah. So then it says James Hart or R- Ryan Frost, James Hart. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. Well, but uh, you can go to Tumblr, realnerds.tumblr.com. But you have to be a member of Tumblr to look at our stuff. Me and Brad found out. So since when? Since I guess now you have to sign in for it. That's some bullshit. But yeah, but it's a good thing we have realnerds at gmail.com where you can email us and complain about and complain Tumblr. About Whatever. Yeah. Or or anything. Just email us on anything. Anything, because I checked our account before our show and we had nothing. Send us some spam. If you, Even if you're someone we know who listens to this, just send some bullshit. Totally, because yeah. we want bullshit to talk about. Or, or yeah, even better, like a question or something to that talk about. Be, or, you know, tell us you know that my favorite movie is stupid and I'll defend it. Yeah, or, or just tell us that the podcast is shit. Send us emails and tell us that the podcast is shit and that you want them all to be as short as this one. Yes. So that you can ignore that too. Exactly. Uh, That's all. That'd we be need. great. Yeah. yeah. Just let us know. Where, let us. Did know you say the, the email? You did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, thanks for listening. I'm Ryan. See you at the movies. Bye.